Hi, it's Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. My goal inside of this communication, this show, is to share with you my nearly 30 years of coaching some of the most successful financial advisors in North America. We're going to be talking about strategies, syntaxes, we're going to bring guests on from time to time, and I'm going to share with you what's working now. So think of this show as sort of like a little one-on-one kind of mini coaching cast, if you like, where we're going to be going in-depth from time to time on strategies to help you grow your business, get more effective, become more efficient, find balance in your time management, grow your business, and quite frankly, whatever else is going on in the world today. So before we get to today's episode, I'd love for you to do a couple things for me. Number one, make sure that if you're watching this on YouTube, that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're doing the audio, make sure that you give us a review on whether Spotify or Apple, you know, we'd really appreciate that. And quite frankly, that does help. It does matter when you rate things and like things and subscribe to things. It helps us get the word out to more of the industry. And lastly, I have a very special gift for you. Go to MagellanNetwork.net. So one word, MagellanNetwork.net. And I have for you a complimentary membership, 100% gratis, where you can tap into about between 50 and 75 hours of master classes, forms, tools, templates, and strategies. So please go ahead and uh, make sure you go ahead and get that claimed. Smash the like button and subscribe. And uh, please go ahead and leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you're on. And now let's get to this week's episode. Hi, it's your coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. You know, uh, we're gonna we're gonna make a real right hand turn here in this episode and and discuss something a little bit more esoteric, but something that's been on my mind for for quite some time. Um, you know, we just finished up our uh, I think it was six part series on optimization, and the feedback was wonderful. And I love giving very tangible strategies that advisors can go ahead and deploy today to improve their success. Which really brings us to to this episode's topic, which is what is success? And this this may sound you know kind of very hundred thousand foot, maybe a little nebulous, uh, definitely esoteric, but I think it's important. You know, I've been studying success, I've been practicing success for uh, my God, my entire adult life, and you know I'll be fifty eight this year, so you know that's at least a good forty years, probably more than that now, four decades, fifth decade, five decades. And so I've always asked myself, what is success? And I'll ask you that to ask yourself, what is success? And, you know, the simple answer for most most of us is going to be what? Well, success is that you achieve your goals, okay? Or that you're, quote, unquote, successful, right? And while, look, in our world, advisor land, right? You know, for a lot of you who don't know this, one of the reasons why I love this space and I only coach advisors by way. I don't, I'm not a business coach that happens to do a lot. This is all I've done for, for nearly 30 years. Is that results are tangible. See, you can tell yourself and you can tell the people around you and your colleagues and your coworkers how, how hard you work and, and how, how much you apply yourself. But at the, end, at the end of the day, the numbers are the numbers. See, that's the beauty of being an advisor. The score is kept, right? New households 
assets under management, premium, core product, whatever your KPIs or OKRs are, right? I mean, they're there for all to see. So that's the beauty of our game. Um, if you transform yourself, it's like, oh, oh, I got a, I got a raise and a promotion. And isn't that really cool? In our game here, you transform yourself, you'll double, triple, quadruple your income. That's the beauty. That's the power of our game, right? So I was on a walk uh, the other day, and uh, I always so so what I do every morning is I do what I call a walk and talk. So it's myself. Um, sometimes I'll listen to something, sometimes I'm not. And one of the questions I always ask, I ask a series of questions, but one of the questions I always ask myself is how am I feeling today? And then the, like my brain said, you know, do you feel successful? Which was interesting. It just kind of popped in there. And there was a pause. And that was interesting to me. Am I successful? And then I start thinking about it. I go, okay, so how do we want to measure it? Economically, yeah, I mean, you look at any measurement. We're not going to get into my, what I do here. But, you know, if you look at like income earners in the United States, I'm up there, up there, right? So that's pretty cool, right? So we don't worry about that. But am I successful? And that's a great question. And so, you know, I want you to think about it. Let's kind of look, go through some like we'll call check boxes, okay? So are you economically successful? Okay. So economic and that's going to mean different things for different people. For some people, if you're not making a million dollars a year, you're not successful. For some people, if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you're wildly successful. So I'm not, it's not, this is not a judgment piece. Just are you successful economically? Okay. Next, are you successful in your personal relationships? So friends, family, intimate relationships, you know, are, are you so focused being economically successful that your relationships with your significant others, your children, whatever is suffering, right? So I can be successful in one domain. I may not be successful in another domain. Next domain, your health, right? So again, I can be, and look, it, it, this is very simple. Look in the mirror. If you don't like what you see, there's your answer. And I'm not trying to be flippant with that, but that's the way you look at it, right? And for me, personal story, like this year, you know, I've had to put a real, like, like a, a ton of emphasis. I was so focused on the economics and other things that I let my health deteriorate. And it was coming to the point where, man, if I don't make some changes real, if I don't change my perception and how I'm approaching this area of success, I will not be able to provide in the other domains. And so we've been on this real, this whole year, losing weight, getting healthy, eating healthier, making radical changes, right? Because I want to do this for a very, very, very long time. So again, economics, relationships, health, energy. But what's next? Spirituality. And I'm going to let you define that the way you want to define that, right? In terms of, you know, your creator, your higher power, whatever it is, however it is you do it, right? You know, how do you feel about that? Right? So are you successful in that domain? Right? And you know, you start breaking down. So I said, okay, got this, got this, got this, good. Okay. So you know, you kind of take inventory of the four, right? The core four, as I like to call them. But is that the final part of the equation? So success equals, you know, economics, you know, health, energy, relational, spirituality, equal, equal, pass, pass, fail, right? Does it? Is that all there is? Or is there one defining factor? So here's something I've been thinking about. And I'm going to lay it all on, you, uh, all on you guys. And you can tell me I'm crazy, which is wouldn't be the first time, right? 
I think success is waking up being happy, waking up being fulfilled, satisfied in what you're doing and how you're doing it, who you're doing it with at the level you're doing it. And, you know, I've been asking myself that question, you know, am I happy? Because you could be, you could check a lot of those boxes. See, so in other words, I can be economically abundant. I can be doing great work, right, with my clients, my relationships. I can be doing great work with my body. I can be meditating, praying, being very spiritual, stuff like that, being very connective. But if you're still not happy, that's a clue that something's amiss. Now, what could possibly be amiss? It may not be one thing. It may be that, you know, that your balance is off, right? So what I mean by not your physical balance, like, like in walking, but in terms of you're working too hard, you're putting too many hours in, you're not, you know, you're not going after life, right? And, you know, and, and here's the thing about our game. I've said this for decades. There's no retirement date. And so here's the kind of interesting part. As you do retirement planning for your clients, there has to be a big part of you that says, but that doesn't apply to me. Right? Because what's typical? You work to what? 55, 60, you know, if you're lucky, it's 55, 60, 65, whatever, right? And then hopefully you not squandered your capital. And then you go ahead and retire. You stop doing what you've done for decades. And hopefully you have other things that you want to do so you don't die, right? I'm oversimplifying things. But in our space, there's no retirement date. At least the philosophies that I work with, you know, my, my clients, we don't have declared retirement dates. My goal with all my clients is to have them doing what they want to do, what they love doing to the day they die. That's like my, one of my core deliverables, right? So if you're never going to retire, but you're not happy, it's not like, well, once I retire, then I'll be happy. You're not going to have that opportunity, right? So you better ask yourself this question, what will make me happy? Now, that is an interesting question. Because what will make you happy, you, the first answer is the one that's going to scare the crap out of you. Because it will probably require a change of things. And maybe you're not happy because you're, you have too many clients. Maybe you're happy, not happy because you have the wrong, wrong clients. Maybe you're not happy because you're not put energy into your personal relationships, right? Maybe you're not happy because when you stand in front of the mirror naked, you go, ooh, this is not good, right? Whatever it is. Hi, Coach Joe Lucas here, and I'm just breaking here for a moment just to do a couple quick reminders. Number one, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel or our podcast. In addition, please leave a, a comment or a review. Those things really, really matter. And uh, share this episode with three of your colleagues inside the financial services space. And lastly, make sure that you go ahead and claim your free membership inside of Magellan Network. Now back to this week's episode. But that to me is a list test. You can do scales of one to five, one to 10, and here are my goals, and I'm 10, 5% above goal, 5% below goal, all that jazz, right? We can do all that measurement, all those KPIs. But at the end, end of the day, are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Are you satisfied? Now, when we say that, it doesn't mean like there's a box you check. So I'm going to go back to, to one of my mentors, Tony Robbins. He's, so he's always said for, for decades, as long as I can possibly remember, people are happiest when they're moving towards their ideal self or their ideal goals, right? So it's not about, it's about progress, right? So if you say, hey, I want to make a million dollars a year, but I'm making $300,000 right now. Well, chances are you going from 300000 to a million in 12 months. I'm like, I'm never going to say impossible, highly unlikely, unless there's something extraordinary in your game. 
But if you go to 450 next year, progress. You go to 600 next year, progress. You go to 700 next year, progress, right? Progress, progress, progress. That is the game. So, so if you're going to be happy, ah, epiphany moment. If you want to feel happy, you have to make sure you're moving towards and making progress on your ideal future, your ideal future self. That's what it boils down to. The status quo will kill all energy. The status quo, and as soon as you go backwards, like you're getting into survival mode, and the reason why I bring this up is, look, man, it is easy to read the headlines. Oh, man. Inflation's killing. Markets are down 3%. It's easy to talk yourself into scarcity survival mode. It's easy to say, oh, you know, we're not going to be able to go do those things. And you give up. You, you mentally shift into scarcity survival mode, which, by the way, nobody's ever happy in. You're just not. You're happiest when you're moving forward towards it. Now, that does not mean you will not fail. It does not mean you will not get rejected. It does not mean you will not have to overcome obstacles. All it means is that we're moving forward. So when I was on my walk and talk, I got in this place where my patterns got jacked up a little bit. I had some minor surgery and recovery is a little bit more challenging. So I couldn't do my walk for, for about 10, 12 days. Couldn't work out, like couldn't do anything. Couldn't, couldn't sweat, okay? It sucked. My mindset was like, I was lost, right? So it was almost like I had, to, and I was on renewal time. So I was like retired almost. Like really like, you know, like it, like it gave me the feeling like I was 80 years old and I hated every freaking second of it. I just did. Like, okay, that, that was my little test. Didn't like it, failed. Never gonna do that again, right? You are gonna be happiest and fulfilled when you're going after what you wanna go after. See, it's the pursuit that matters. Getting it, the win, every goal I've ever attained, even the big ones, and I've attained some big ones the last couple of years, they were like five-minute celebrations. Like, I'll share this with you guys. You'll find this interesting, hopefully. So I, I've always believed in linking things to goals. So I had this economic goal, and it was a large one, and I had this, this payoff for myself. Right. And I said, if I do X amount of dollars, I'm going to go get this car. And so, so when I eclipse seven figures, I'm going to go ahead and get an Aston Martin uh, DBS, James Bond car, because I just love Aston Martins. Right. Accomplished that goal several years ago. Ask me if I own Aston Martin today. No, I don't. For some reason, it, I couldn't justify it. Right. Because that was not going to make me happy. What I realized was, and I and I've gone to the dealer, I sat in the car, I did the things, right? Got the smells, like I, I did everything in advance, right, to put myself in that state. And when I accomplished the goal several years ago, I I could have triggered it, it was in writing. I said, you know, I don't want to do that. It makes no sense to me. It was interesting. The accomplishment enough was was more than enough payback, right? So so my point is that even if you tie things to your goals, it doesn't mean it's gonna make you happy. See, what I realized was that car would make me happy for about 10 minutes. Then I, my brain would go, what the hell did I just do? Right? Like, it's not a good use of capital. So I didn't do it. So just make sure. So here's a little check-in. All right? So we're getting ready. Um, um, and the other reason why we're talking about this today is that 
Um, revamping uh, every November, we have this multi-day uh, strategic planning, uh, vision uh, planning, if you will, uh, retreat. And so every year I like to improve upon what we do. It's our 21st year doing it. And so I'm looking at like how we do goal setting, right? How we do gratitude goal setting and how we break it down, stuff like that. And like the one thing I realized when I'm looking through this, I'm like, hey, we don't talk about happiness anywhere in here. Like we have no happy, like happy checks. Where's the checkbox that's going to make me happy, right? Is this going to make me fulfilled or why would it make me happy or why would it make me fulfilled? And I think that's a massive gap in the goal game. See, you can set a goal, right? I want to do this. Well, why do you want to do it? That XXX. Okay. Uh, how's this going to help you? Blah, blah, blah. Right. But at the end of the day, if it's work, it's not going to make you happy, not going to make you feel fulfilled. Yeah. I'm not saying you're not going to check the boxes, but it's like, is that, it's like a hollow victory and hollow victories suck. The bank accounts are nice. Don't get me wrong, but you're still like, you know, you know, there's something missing in your life. You, you can't maybe put your finger on it. You can't really declare or articulate it. But you just know, man, I, I'm, my bank account's good. We're bringing in clients. We're bringing in assets. The team's doing well. How come I'm not happy? Right? Because there's something that's missing. And only you know what that something is. Now, for me, it's interesting. Harmony is a big part of my jam. I, I, as you can tell, environments matter to me. This, this, by the way, this is not some virtual backdrop. This is my actual office at home. And what I realize is when I go too fast, when I say go, I mean, I'm growing too, I'm, this is going to sound like really almost like counterintuitive, but when I'm, when I, when my, I, my business, me, I are growing too fast, it's uncomfortable, which is good. I'm, I'm a big proponent of uncomfortable, but if it gets too uncomfortable, I start losing balance. I start losing my harmony. I've got too many things coming at me and it's like, I'm not enjoying this. It's like really like work. When I'm in a good groove, it never feels like work. It's just like, hey, I love what I do. I get up, I do it. Um, that's why I never plan to retire, things like that, right? You gotta be asking yourself the right questions. And you and look, you can BS the people around you. You can lie to the people around you. Never lie to yourself. Like, oh, and you don't need to tell another soul this. This is like just the deal you have to have with yourself. Like always speak the truth to yourself. So when I go my walk and talk, that I'm real, I'm raw to myself. Hey, what's going on, right? And I can articulate this, 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 right? And I go, okay, so this is what's going on. So why is that going on? Like once you get real with yourself, you, we're, we are all smart enough to solve our own problems. I truly believe that. Which coming from a coach who's, who helps people solve their problems, like that, what does that mean? It's not that you don't know what to do, you're afraid to do it. Or you know what to do 80% of the way, you're missing the last 20%. That's ultimately what it, what it boils down to. And for, and look, my audience is, there's three people, there's three types of advisors in this world that I deal with, right? There's a guy, the guy or gal's been around for 20, 30 years, wants to exit at a, at a high note, and I'm happy to help them. I've got the mid-career person. And recently, we, we've got a lot of younger advisors coming, which I love. It doesn't matter where you are in that spectrum of career, right? You got to be asking yourself, is this making me happy? Because if you're treating it like a job, then it's a job. And it will come with all the perks and all the issues that come with a job. If it's a mission, then it's a mission. Now see, I'm on mission. I look at what I do as a mission. 
And even with that being said, I still want to be checking in and make sure it makes me happy. Because it's because the deferral is easy, right? Oh man, once I get caught up, then I'll do this, right? Once I do, and, and, and you know, we, and first of all, we never get caught up. There, and if you never plan to retire, then you better, you better give yourself permission to have these windows to catch your breath. Right? Otherwise, it's going to feel like a very well-paying job, but it's not going to be very pleasant. Okay? So I want you to go through this to recap. So when you think about success, right, there's four, right, the four domains. There's economic, right, there, there's, there's physical, health, energy, vibrancy, stuff like that. There's your relationships and then your spirituality. I call those the core four, right? Take all those four, then ask yourself the fifth question, which is, am I happy? And you may say, I'm happy with this, but not happy with that, right? Okay, great. So what would make you happy there? Right. And sometimes it's just a little thing. Sometimes it may be several things. I don't know. Right. Everybody's different. But if you look at all four domains and am I happy with my economics? Am I happy with my, with my body, my vibrancy? Am I happy in my relationship? Am I, am I happy with my spirituality connecting, whatever that means to you? Right. And if you're not like, I'm kind, I'm kind of happy or I'm very, you know, then hey, there's gap. Right. You, we don't need to all write it out and measure it in KPI. It's, in, it's, in, it's intrinsic. And our subconscious knows exactly what's going on with us. It's called gut. Start listening to your gut. All right. Thanks for watching. Listen to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. I will see you all again next week. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game, both personally and professionally.